Hi, welcome back to my podcast, which is at the corner of peace and mind with your host, Trinity Gwen. I honestly, you know, from the title, it says the beautiful elephant in the room, and it has been a whopping three months since I have been here, and I haven't forgot about you guys. I've just been trying to grow a little. So for the new year and just everything and beyond, it's it was a really hectic year, and I'm very excited for this one because... There's a lot of things going on, and we'll get into that, and some things that I plan to do, and things that I've been bringing back into my life, and things that you might, you know, will gain from this episode. If not, that's fine. If you do, that's great. Whatever works for you. So, let's just get straight into it. I'm, you know, we've, this is what, probably the 20th something episode and you know a great deal about me. So I'm just going to get into some things that I want to get into the new year, not necessarily resolutions, but things to better myself, heal myself, enrich myself, whatever, whatever you see fit. So how I've been doing. So I, um, I've been navigating this new chapter in my life, which is, you know, entering my 20s in the summer birthday is August 17th if you want to keep that in your calendar uh (laughs) I you know everyone's like age is just a number you just you know you're not going to be a teenager anymore that's the main thing I've been a teenager for obviously the majority of my life and well yeah the other half of my (laughs) life from the first 10 but uh what I want to say is it's been a journey you know I'm still a teenager up until August 16th so I have some things to live up to, I guess. But it's interesting. Uh, there's a lot of stigma around being in your 20s and knowing a little bit of everything, of figuring a little bit of everything out, and that's just not the case. I have siblings who have been in their 20s or still in their 20s, like nearing the end of their 20s. And, you know, it's just, you know, they don't have everything completely figure out they're in a great place and you know I'm not like dissing my siblings at all this isn't what it's supposed to be but they have shown me that it's okay to have multiple things going on and still living in the moment there's nothing wrong with that and if you do have everything figured out that's okay too everyone is completely different and so far my life has been just very very hectic I am in the second semester of my second year so obviously I'm a sophomore and I took the liberty of taking up 18 credits, and it's not been kicking my butt because this is the first official week, Um, but it's definitely been a great ordeal. I, uh, um, last week was the very tedious week. It's the syllabus week. Like, here's what you expect from the class. Here are the learning outcomes. Syllabus, syllabus, syllabus. What's your name? What's your major? Why did you choose this class? Knowing the majority of the people who take the class, it is a requirement to take it in order to graduate and in order to earn that degree. So it's kind of a redundant question. It's, you know, 2% of the class take the class because they want to and they think it's cool. So, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, like I said, very redundant, but I understand the, the wonder, I guess, but whatever. Uh, this week is the official week that's just like, okay, everything's normal. This is what we're going to be doing, but it's still kind of like that getting our foot in the door, uh, thing where, uh, just a refresh. I'm an advertising major and I love what I do. I absolutely, I absolutely <laughs> love um, being an advertising major, even though it took me four tries to figure that out. I think it was first, it was zoology, 
then it was undecided then it was you know what this i think this might be my fifth time <laughs> to be honest because i went in as a zoology major and then i switched it and i was like okay maybe an english major and a little part of me still thinks that i am a bit of an english major and then i was like you know what no i'll just go undecided and figure it out when i want to then i was a dmp major same school same college of communication and information but just next door to advertising so and dmp is digital media production if you didn't know so you know i was close and it took my brother to figure that out i love my brother dearly he's kind of like my second eye um he sees everything before i actually bring it to fruition that's mostly what my siblings do just because they're siblings and they're older than me and they've gone through the whole thing a little bit before I have and they're just you know they're my kin they're my siblings and they know me like the back of their hand and I don't know it just I guess it was so weird how he was just like you should just do advertising <laughs> like okay I, I didn't think it was that simple for you to just like tell me what I should do and then he was just right about it um I'm gonna fix the gain a little bit and see because I don't want you guys like you know wincing in your headphones airpods whatever you're listening to whatever so it can get a little sensitive and you can't let me know if it is so <laughs> if you hear me moving around that's probably why because I'm adjusting so it can be um comfortable for you guys I have been working on a lot of projects that I can't say right now that I will tell you guys eventually, maybe in the next couple of months. I am also have been part of some other projects, other projects coming up, which I also can't say because they are my projects to share until they come out to the public, things like that. And I have been, uh, I picked up a new instrument. So this year marks my decade of playing trombone, my first love. And it is, you know, it's a little weird to think about that I've been playing the same instrument for 10 years and I never stopped loving it. I'm not playing it right now because I'm, you know, I'm learning the cello now. So it's very interesting, you know, because I just, it was a really big shift because I am a bit of a philomath, philomath, however you pronounce it. Um, it's just someone who really loves to learn. I had to figure out if that was a term because there's a term for everything and that suits me well because I love to learn, I love to work. I just, you know, I'll never ever stop being a student once I graduate. So I think that's a little bit everybody, but for me, it's just a little, it's just a little amplified. I don't know, it's just, it's just something in me that I just love to know a lot about different topics and such. So. The cello. Uh, I've wanted to learn the cello ever since I was younger when I first started playing the trombone and it was gonna be like my secondary instrument. And who knows what would have happened if I played it at the same time as a trombone. You know, maybe I would have picked up a third or fourth instrument by now, but that's different. I can't think about that right now. I have to think about um, everything present. I can't think of what used to be or what could have been. I could just think of what happening, what's happening right now. And it's going very, very, very great. It's just, you know, a big adjustment from <laughs> a brass instrument to a string instrument. And just the upkeep of them are very different, you know, for obvious reasons. You think um, I had a problem with uh, my cello. His name is Bowman. And I guess, you know, that, you know, it, it's pretty fitting. I don't have to explain why. So um, Bowman is actually an instrument that I'm renting. Every instrument that I've started to learn has been rented. You know, the trombone... 
I rented from my school and I name all of my instruments. I name a lot of my everythings. So <laughs> that's another thing about me. There's a name for everybody. Not every single thing. Like my phone doesn't have a name. My laptop doesn't, but my car does. Whatever. Um, his name was Yoda. No, 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 no. That was another rental that I had. My first trombone. <laughs> my first trombone rental was Gilligan because he was gold. So I think I had mentioned this in another episode. So if you want to listen to that, that's fine. Um, another thing that I want to bring up as far as like the upkeep of a cello is that uh, my teacher, Nick, who teaches, who gives me lessons. He's also in music education at, the, at my school. So sometimes I see him from time to time on campus. So when that happens, I, um, you know, we just meet up at the same day where I got my rental. And one day, it had been a while because I left my my cello back at my boyfriend's house while I went home for the, for the holidays for Christmas because, you know, it's January. All the holidays and birthdays all collided into one. And when I opened my cello for the first time in, like, about a month, all the strings were just, like, hanging off from the neck of the cello and I was scared I was like oh my goodness I have to get a brand new cello and they're very expensive and uh when I called Nick before I got there he's just like it just needs tuning you just have to tune it and I was like are you serious are you sure like they're coming off like they're like they're hanging off they're like yeah it's just it's just the temperature that's just what happens because when it comes with other instruments with other wind instruments if something happens to a wind instrument you might as well get a new instrument because it's it's long gone. It the cost of fixing it is just about the same as getting a brand new instrument. So you might as well just scrap it. Not scrap it for real, but like <laughs> consider other options. So yes, it's a very beautiful instrument. It may not sound beautiful the way I play it right now, but overall it's a very beautiful instrument. So I know how to write sheet music, so I have been trying to write you know, covers of other songs, uh, or I plan to do that in my downtime because writing music is fun, specifically sheet music. And sometimes I can be a little bit of like a perfectionist when I'm writing sheet music, but sometimes written sheet music just doesn't look right <laughs> unless you've done it for a long time, but it's fine. So um, enough of that. I'm going to talk about my plan you know, what I plan to do and things to better myself. So I've learned how to heal myself through shadow work and journaling and reassuring myself verbally when I'm by myself in my car, doing that in my head, things like that. Um, specifically just healing from past traumas, old bad habits, and overall mindsets I had about myself, bad mindsets I had about myself, keeping the good ones, obviously. But it's been a long time coming until you can see actual progress. It feels like you're, there's no progress happening at all, but every day is different. And every day is another step close to where you want to be. I'm not going to say where my goal is because the goal is to feel better, feel happier, feel lighter. Because I'm not going to be like fully healed. That'd be, that, you know, it's going to take a while to feel fully healed from everything, to forgive things, forgive people, and all that. But um, that's another time for another day. I'm not the expert of healing, but I have my own methods that work for me and maybe some work for you. And if they don't work out for you, you'll find it. You'll find your stick. You'll find your groove and it may not be me helping you, but someone very close to you and near and dear. So 
that's that. That's all I'll say about as far as healing myself because, you know, I have no problem with sharing a lot of things with you guys, but sometimes I still keep things that are very private, as I'm sure you do with other things. Um, I've also done things as far as healing. What I think you guys should consider is doing things that you used to do when you were a kid. You're still that kid on the inside, even though you've gotten older, you've outgrown those kid clothes and those little kid habits, they're still inside of you that wants to run in that puddle, you know, <laughs> do a cartwheel and eat ice cream at 3 a.m., do all those things, do all the things that make the little you feel like you're young again, because this life can be a little bit too much sometimes, and it gets a lot, so um, scratching those, you know, juvenile urges are you know, they're not always shunned, I guess. They're not always shameful. So what I've been doing is, you know, reading a lot because there there's a certain age. I don't know where it is when you start to learn how to read and you your mom takes you to the library and you take out like 50 books and you just read because it's this new thing that you know how to do. You don't have to ask. Well, you can ask your parents for help, but this is something that you know how to do. You you mastered it almost. And it's just something that you just indulge yourself in with all these new stories, these new characters, these new colors, and these new voices that you bring into your head. And they're all nice. Some of them are mean. Some of them are nasty. Some of them are empowering. And why did I say it like that? Powering. Empower. What? I think I said it right. Empower <laughs> Empowering? Yeah, that's fine. It's whatever. So, um, that's great. I love um I love reading now. Obviously, I'm not reading the same books I was when I was younger, but I'm finding things that make me feel like I can be away from everything cuz that's what reading essentially does. It takes you away from what you really are focusing on right now just for a little while. Um, if you have any book recs for me, I can tell you what I'm pretty much into. I'm not, well, I'll start with what I'm not into. I really don't enjoy mystery and thriller. Sorry. <laughs> it's just not really for me. I think mystery books are for the people who are really, really into true crime. That's what my roommate is. She loves true crime. She listens to, she's one of those people who listens to death stories to fall asleep to. She's one of those uh, she, um, has podcasts like that she listens to and people who really like criminal minds and, you know, serial killer documentaries that can kind of go into the thriller genre as well. So I feel like it falls under them and I'm just not really a true crime mystery solve the crime person. And every time I think of mystery, I think of Nancy Drew and I don't know, I've never read Nancy Drew. It's just when I was younger, mystery books were just not, you know, really interesting to me. You know, doing, like, a puzzle, doing, like, a, you know, don't get me wrong. I would love to do, uh, what's the term? What is it called? They're very popular right now. It's coming to me if I just keep talking about an escape room. That's what it is. Um, there's nothing wrong with doing an escape room and all that stuff. Those are very fun. But reading about it, uh, I don't know. Um, you can write about anything you want. But for me, I'm just not going to read it. So, <laughs> uh, I really like psychological fiction. I love um, Otessa Moshfake's writing. I like romance, of course. I have a favorite trope, a couple favorite tropes. 
grumpy sunshine i'm kind of in that trope with my boyfriend now sometimes we kind of switch of who is grumpy and who is sunshine it just depends on the day but for most times i am the sunshine he can be the grumpy and (laughs) we kind of fill each other out sometimes uh there is the enemies to lovers that's kind of self-explanatory most times i do enjoy a good workplace romance just something rom-com that kind of just like doesn't make my brain work so hard as it needs to be those are really good they're just rom-coms but you read them um the books that I read a lot are very analytical like I said because I like psychological fiction and you know I I read something and then I talk about it or like I write about it or I you know I write little annotations in my book and you know it's just a whole learning process and sometimes I need to break and that's where those Romance rom-coms, Greek retellings (laughs) come in because they're very interesting. They're fun. Um, They're a little scandalous, too, if you really want to talk about it. So, yeah, I like I said, Circe is a Greek retelling. It's great. Sometimes I I still feel a little bit, uh, you know, sad or a little bit, you know, uh, that I really didn't finish Song of Achilles, but it made me feel better because I'm currently taking an African women's literature class, so that's basically women's literature that covers not just the continent of Africa, you know, because we're reading a bit of Toni Morrison and all that stuff. So just the Africana and all that pan-African. So basically like that. So um, when we started the tedious syllabus week, we had to do the, oh, what's your name, Mr. Major? And one of the questions were like, what's the book that you read or like your favorite book and things like that. And I said, Cersei to my, my classmate and she was saying, uh, Madeline Miller, right? Because she read Song of Achilles. And I was like, because I couldn't get into Song of Achilles. The writing in Circe is not the same as, not necessarily the same as the Song of Achilles. They're, they don't, you know, correlate with each other. It's not, you know, within the same storyline or anything like that. They're just Greek retellings and stuff. And I felt better because when I told her about how I just didn't enjoy it, I tried to read it like three times. She was like, well, I finished the book, but I had to come back to it like three times. So that's, you know, it made me feel better about, you know, reading that book and how I just, you know, (laughs) gave up on it. So that's, you know, kind of a syllabus of the books that I like. I also do really enjoy Taylor Jenkins Reads. Taylor Jenkins Read and her books, I am about to be reading like a third of her book. Um, Carrie Soto is back. I think that's her most recent book that she just launched actually. So I read Seven Husbands, Daisy Jones and the Six because I really enjoy Seven Husbands. And when, you know when you usually read a book by one author and you're like, oh, I really like this book. Um, it's never, it's never in a, like nine times out of 10, if you get a recommendation, it's from another author. It kind of, stopped me in my tracks when I asked for recommendations of Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and they suggested that I read another book by her and I was like oh okay I mean it makes sense but (laughs) you know still so um Daisy Jones and the Six is really great I just finished a book called Love in Other Words in January literally January 1st because the days before then I was reading it in three days because I wanted to beat my record I have a TikTok about that you don't know what my TikTok is. It's my nickname, Tren, T-R-E-N underscore G. Take a look. I am very proud of all of my TikToks. <laughs> but one of which last year got very popular that debuted my gift from Keegan is a uh, duck lamp. His name is Don. And we got a new addition 
this Christmas, like like this past Christmas, uh, Dawn, Dawn's wife. So we have a second duck lamp and they're very fun to make TikToks with. I have another one, but we'll be making more when they're together again. <laughs> uh, it's great. Uh, it's not that far along in my feet, so that's cool. Now, um, when I talk about things when, you know, I joined when I was a kid, music also falls into that music and cinema but I can talk about cinema a lot I even you know the things that I talk about and I enjoy so much kind of have their own episode in this podcast and you can always go back and listen to those so as far as music I've been adding new artists in my life artists in my you know repertoire that's the right term for it I've started listening to Lofi she's known for her song Valentine um that is very popular on TikTok. And um, once I saw that, I was like, oh, I really like her music. So let's look into it. Um, I really enjoy um, Fragile. I really like um, like the movies. What else? Best Friend. From her most recent album, Fragile isn't her most recent album. Um, there's another song called Above the Chinese Restaurant. There's a lot of songs, but those songs that I'm, I'm listening are kind of like, kind of circulating. There's another, another song that I really, really love is called, um, Magnolia. And it kind of helps with my whole, like, wanting to do affirmations and things like that. Affirmations are really just things that make me be gent- more gentle to myself and more nicer to myself. Because I had a long time of not doing that, so... Um, you should take a listen to it because it is, it like in my in in some way I do see it as just a big affirmation because I see myself as Magnolia and I just embody myself into her because of the lyrics some of them the lyrics like consist of prettiest girl that I know um, perfection is the only word I think of when it comes to Magnolia um, she can have anyone in the world. <laughs> stuff like that um how can I compete with her you know I can't compete with myself because I'm you know yeah so yeah I don't really have to explain myself with that anymore but it's it's a really really beautiful song uh classical songs classical music my first ever favorite genre I believe I've listened to classical since for as long as I can remember um I have very fond memories of listening to canon and d because we had a daycare um, way back when and we would play that for all the kids to fall asleep to including myself so I have a lot of core memories that correlate with can with classical music uh, so if you have any recs for those uh, that would be great and I'm gonna talk more about the importance of space as well so I know it's been around like three months since I have talked to you guys and it's not because I didn't want to. It's just sometimes I feel like I'm not being as authentic, authentic, whoa, as I should. And it's, I rather just kind of step away from not, you know, than just be half authentic and not have a topic that I'm really passionate about, really excited to talk about because a lot of you guys um, talk to me individually and tell me one of the things that you admire about me is how much I, how passionate I am with things. You know, I can be very, very um, <laughs> well informed, well renowned, I guess, with the things I talk about. And it shows in my, it shows in my body language. It shows in how I speak about it. it shows in my, my eyes. If you want to go into specifics and things like that, and 
I really and I really um I really appreciate that compliment because I love when people talk about things that they care about and how it lights them up and only for a second, even if it is a second. It's it's great to witness that, um, especially if they feel comfortable talking to you about it and you feel, you know, on top of the world. So um, that's that. Stepping away from something you love for a little bit, it doesn't necessarily mean that I hate it. It's just I want to be here for you guys fully present and not anywhere else because I love what I do I love everything I put my heart and soul into every single thing that I do everything isn't half-assed or anything like that it's just if I want to do something I do something right and I do it my way and no one else's so I try (laughs) I'll try to do you know Fridays and things like that and if it doesn't work out and if it's not consistent this is why so but be you know on the lookout every Friday still be on the lookout though that's that's all I'll say about that and I also want to acknowledge that I am very proud of myself and all of my efforts in the past and present but I'm proud of you for all of your efforts and all that you've done last year every year and what you're doing right now um and when if ever and anyone was were to ask me you know do you regret anything or anything like that I can't I can't really think of anything. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's some things that I regret, but, you know, I needed that to happen in order for me to be better, you know, not better, but grow a little bit for obvious reasons. You know, I just, there's a lot of learning curves in life. Um, sorry if I'm sniffing a lot. It's very cold in here. It's like, it's free. It's not freezing, but it's like, you know, it's like, it's like classroom cold. Like you can't, you can't do anything about it. Like <laughs> the whole school is cold, then you're cold, and all that. Maybe I should put on my jacket. I don't want to do all that. You know. You know what? Actually, I will have a little ASMR. You can't really hear myself. You know, putting on my jacket. But oh well. That's a very nice. I put on a really nice outfit today. If I don't say so myself. Um. not to toot my own horn also it's okay to be selfish sometimes I've learned after a while of loving myself and loving myself over again that it is okay to be selfish it's okay to toot your own horn it's okay to pat yourself on the back publicly that's great love yourself (laughs) um but yes again I am very proud of you and all of your efforts and everything that you do and I I felt like I forgot something. Oh, I was talking about music a while ago. Really, if when it comes to Rex and I ask about Rex, you know, send me whatever. I am not, you know, I may be like, oh, you sent me a mystery novel. I'm not going to read it. You know, I'll take a gander at it, but just know that that's not going to be my main priority. You know, just send whatever you want. But... You know, if this is something that you enjoy, maybe I'll take, you know, I'll take a look because you enjoy it and, you know, kind of like you guys. So <laughs> there's that. Also with music, yeah, you know, don't be frugal with it. You know, I'll listen to it. I'm not going to, you know, look at you differently if I don't like the song. I really, you know, I, I have a favorite genre. Yes, it's classical, but I really just enjoy music that's familiar to me. So anything that kind of embodies that or whatever is great 
I have one more thing, and then I think that will be it. You know, this is probably like, no, this is not the shortest I've ever recorded a podcast. Honestly, this is, you know, I think I've recorded an episode, and it was about five minutes. Um, But, yeah, I was on TikTok last night. I'm on TikTok all the time, but this specific time (laughs) last night, I read something, and it was great, and I wanted to print it off and read it to you guys just in case, like, this doesn't hit your For You page or you're not on TikTok at all. So um, it's from a book called Daring to Take Up Space by Danielle Kopke. Like, Kopke, it's it's German, and I wanted to make sure that I pronounced it right. We're being very inclusive over here and understanding, so and not tone deaf (laughs) Kopka it's K-O-E-P-K-E and Danielle is kind of pronounced it's it's spelled differently it's like Daniel but just an extra L at the end no E I made I I promise I made sure that it wasn't like I thought it was a typo but it's (laughs) it's not so I really resonated with this and I wanted to share with you guys and if this becomes like a popular thing maybe I'll just pull some things from other authors and read them off to you to close up the episodes I think that sounds good if that's okay with you guys let me know um I forgot uh you guys the Instagram is still up but it's just not as lively because it's so much easier to tell you guys that I there's a new episode out on my Instagram just in real time that it's, a, you know, just on my story. You just, you know, because everyone's on Instagram and they look at everyone's stories and like, oh, the episode's out. I usually put the link there and you just directly go to the link than opposed to uh, just seeing the post. But, you know, I'm an advertising major. You think this would become natural to me, but it's really just easier for me to do all this just from one post. And it's, I understand, I have to do my own self-promoting. I know, I know, I know, um, and it will get better. So check around my Instagram story page because that's where I usually put them. So my Instagram is trend, same spelling as my TikTok, T-R-E-N underscore Monet. That's my middle name, M-O-N-A-E. That's it. No exclamation points, no special characters, no numbers and if there is that's not me and you should report them so (laughs) um I haven't gotten that yet but if there is someone out there who has it you know I don't know I don't know anybody who would hack it but you know I have friends that get their Instagrams hacked for some odd reason which is I don't know I don't know who just likes to hack people I don't know anyway so um yeah and the Instagram for this podcast is Corner of Pam. So Corner of Pam, peace and mind, if you're wondering. Um, yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure that was self-explanatory, but I just need it. You know, sometimes it goes over people's heads, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's been a long week. <laughs> so, yes, Daring to Take Up Space by Danielle Kopka. And this is, I'm going to start reading it. You're not where you want to be, and it's okay. Everyone starts somewhere. This is where you are right now. It doesn't mean you'll be here forever. It doesn't mean you're stuck. It just means this is where you stand today. I know this journey feels so overwhelming. I know it feels impossibly long and difficult and painful. And I know there are days when it feels easier to give up. But the truth is that most things worth having don't come easy. Change takes time. Getting to a better place takes time. You aren't a failure because it's taking you so long or because you're struggling just to start. You aren't weak or incapable. You're human. This work is hard. It's uncomfortable and mentally and physically taxing and terrifying, and it makes sense that it would take you time. It makes sense that this is a struggle. 
you don't have to solve your whole life overnight and you don't have to feel ashamed for being where you are. All you have to focus on is one small thing you can do today to get closer to where you want to be, slowly and lightly, one step at a time. You can get there. Every effort you make adds up over time, and you're capable of doing that work. So breathe and trust that it's okay to be here today. Trust that something better is coming. Trust that you have what it takes to get there. Whew, one time. That was great. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you liked that. Um, I hope that that really resonated with me and it just kind of gave me the reassurance that I needed and speaking it out loud and for you guys to hear it will probably be better than reading it sometimes. Sometimes reading something out loud is uh, more comforting and more fulfilling that way. So that is all that I have for today. I love you guys and be safe out there. Bundle up if it's cold. If I don't know who all, who all is really listening out there. So be safe in general. And I'll see you guys soon.